First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Tare, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Reginard, Jane, Lois, Audra, Fallon, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Good morning, designers. Welcome to the Harlem School of the Arts. I am delighted to introduce you to Yvette Campbell, president and CEO, and Byron McRae, director of visual arts, and to these incredibly talented students who have created these fabulous works of art. Working with children. How cute is that? Lovely listeners, welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernez, and I'm inspired by emotional connections, uh, so that's why I photograph so expressively. And I'm Nayland, and I have structural issues that gluing will not solve. <laughs> really? You don't say. <laughs> wow, you sound like a very complicated being, Nayland. Uh, do go on. <laughs> There's a lot of gluing in this episode. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, hello, lovely listeners. Um, we're back in the workroom. And um, and before we go into the, the, the glue debate, I um, just mm. want to remind everyone where to find us. We're on Instagram um, and Facebook. Just find us at uh, all those things at Workroom Podcast. And just to remind everyone that there is a cheat sheet. Um, at the end, uh, we'll, we'll go through the um, the runway, and I'll prompt you when it's time to click on that link so you can follow along with us as we talk about the final designs and runway order. Um, we are also on Patreon, so please um, visit us there and where you can support the show. And also, we love hearing from you all. Um, and you can send us your hot takes and, and questions and gossip to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com, and that's I N theworkroom at gmail.com. And uh, and also one more thing before we go into our glue conversation, because there was something that Patricia and I did not cover or mention from last episode. And I'll say that it's probably a Michael Kors comment that belongs in the Michael Kors comment on, on Project Runway Hall of Fame. Um, if if mm -hmm. that is an award that exists. Mm -hmm. And so shout out to Erica from our Facebook and Instagram page who highlighted that said comment, um, which was in response to Anthony Ryan's debacle shorts, because 
Anthony Ryan took Camel Toe to another level. And <laughs> Michael Kors called it Hungry Crotch. So, Erica, so deftly, dedicated a song to Anthony Ryan um, called Hungry Crotch. And I'll sing the first verse. Um, and it goes, Hungry Crotch. One look at you and I can't disguise. I've got hungry crotch. I feel the magic between you and I with this hungry crotch. And so, uh, so thank you, Erica. And Erica um, ends that and says, like, naturally, that's based off of Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen for Dirty Dancing. And, and Erica apparently watched. Uh, that movie a million times in the late 80s and could not get that song out of her head <laughs> and replaced Hungry Eyes with Hungry Crotch with and crotch. almost all of the other lyrics with fashion related things um, and it, it's it's just amazing it's it's just wonderful uh, Nalan what are your thoughts on that you look like you um, want to say something <laughs> I, I do want to say something quickly because you need to go back and check that uh-huh. Because on on my end, uh-huh. I got the I got the hungry crotch part and all of the rest of it dropped out. So you might you, you might want to Oh it, no. it seemed like as your volume was going up, maybe the <laughs> limiter on Zoom was kicking in. So you might have it recorded fine on your end. I just wasn't hearing okay, it no, on my end. This is good to know because, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to probably go into my... A peek behind the scenes. Don't worry about it now. Just check later on because you can always loop it back in. I know. Nope. Okay. I know what I did. It did cut out. I'm pretty sure it did. But we'll see. Who knows? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it, and then if it if it doesn't show up, then I'm gonna sing it again. All right, I'll yeah. sing it again for you, Erica. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean when I, I think when I when I heard it, I thought she was gonna go in the uh, in the Bruce Springsteen direction, you know. Which is what 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 is the Bruce Springsteen <laughs> direction? What song does that Put a pair of shorts on the runway, Jack. <laughs> they were baggy in front and baggy in back. <laughs> like a river that don't know where it's going. <laughs> I just put them on the machine and I just kept sewing. <laughs> Turned around, I made a hungry crotch. <laughs> Turned around, I made a hungry crotch. It almost sounds like dun, 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 it, I don't know. Like, <laughs> everybody get a, a, a hungry crowd. I feel like that could be a wonderful mashup. I feel like those songs go together. Hungry eyes and hungry heart. Hungry eyes and the eighties. It was a yeah. hungry decade. Man, because hungry heart <laughs> is the song that was in my head because I was just like, I don't really know because I. I was not allowed to watch Dirty Dancing, so I haven't. I, was not, I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things growing up. So I love this. I love this. So I, you know, uh, I did not watch the movie millions of times like Erica did. Unfortunately, um, I wasn't that cool, and so I was like, "Oh, I know hungry. I know hungry heart, but hungry crotch, like or hungry eyes. Like what is that?" And so, um, yeah, I've heard it, but I didn't know what? it was for that movie <laughs> well erica you're a genius 
and I, I, I love your song. And, um, and I have to say that I was, um, kind of glad that I missed last episode. Uh huh. Um, but then I, but then I watched this episode. I know. I mean, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Well, I just want to say, like, I do not remember this season being so disagreeable. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've had these, and I, and I think, I, I think, um, you, and um you and patricia said this um on the podcast last week it was like i don't i feel like i've got nobody to root for yeah yeah like everybody is grumpy or testy or mm-hmm. that or like there's there isn't a person who's um just like knocking me out and even in terms of the clothes yeah yeah you know and um you know and and uh, that challenge last week it's like ugh, you know once again heidi's stupid athleisure wear that you're quite right like there was the dawn of the amazon dot com yeah you know coasting up to mm-hmm. and um and it's like a, a, this impossible assignment of like here make these horrible separates yeah that basically people don't really i mean the people wear all the time but that aren't supposed to look like anything and try to make them look like something but yeah. not like too much of anything yeah yeah exactly Ugh. I mean, it was, it's just, it, and it's even like a better version than the last one because she's like, here, use these boring fabrics mm-hmm. that you can't really get out of. You must create in these very generic and, you know, very muted colors. Yeah. And so it was, it was almost like even worse last or last season. But even with this one, I don't think they had to run 200 meters <laughs> to get yeah. their teams. It is, it's not a, pl- it's not a pleasure. No, no. It is. You know, no, not at all. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and something else I noticed, I mean, but I guess we can, should, should we get into it? Yeah, we'll get into it. But I want to come back to the glue conversation because it reminded me of, um, so we all remember, we should remember Nick Farios, uh, one of the mm-hmm. all stars from season two. And mm-hmm. so Nick, it's so wonderful to do these um, vintage shows because Nick Farios was doing, was very actively blogging these um uh these project runway episodes and so uh so i went to the blog post that he made for this one and he had a huge picture of a glue gun and then a next to a huge picture of a brother's project runway brother sewing machine Mm -hmm. basically saying like this glue gun is not this this sewing machine and he just (laughs) went off on how much glue there was and i saw that and then went back and watched the episode again i was like oh that's right yeah they did use quite a bit of glue guns for an avant-garde challenge um but yeah yeah so uh no yeah there's a, there's some well, sewing and in order to make like i mean not <laughs> not 
yeah. you know, not spoilers for the episodes, but this is like as a crop of dresses mm -hmm. that they come up with. Yeah, these are the least. I I would venture that these are the least avant-garde looks to come out of the avant-garde challenge. Yeah, yeah, it like is like across the board. There's nobody. It it is the most pedestrian group of things. Yeah. That uh that was made, you know, for this challenge, I think possibly in the history of the show. And it's interesting that like I think there's I I think that Tim knows it. Like we'll get to it. There's a point where Tim um it, it says something and it's yes. like yeah tim sees what's going on yep. here yep i wrote that in my notes i know exactly what you're talking about i know the moment <laughs> we will get there <laughs> we will comment on it because yeah i'm i i know that you were not thrilled about this episode but i have to say last you know and last week i know patrice was just like oh you know not not great but it's fun to talk about these episodes that are not so great uh with each mm -hmm. other so uh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, okay. So we start off in at Atlas at six yeah. fifteen in the morning, and yeah, people are all kind of stunned in silence because uh, there's a lot of conflict in each of the rooms. So mm -hmm. in the boys' room, we have Anthony, Ryan, and Bert kind of mm -hmm. reconciling. It seems, and it seems like the cameras let us in after they've had the conversation or the hard conversation about their confrontation on on the the runway mm -hmm. the night before. Um, they've called a truce, and then in the girls' room, though, Becky is moving in to the apartment um, with the other women, and mm -hmm. it's very tense. And mm -hmm. also, again, Becky and Anya had. A, a bit of a thing from their group mm -hmm. whatever so everyone's talking about clean slates and you know let's call a truce and let's move on and you kind of have to do that in order to survive in these right um, well and then you get a you, you get a cutaway to laura going like it's no secret that i really can't stand becky like right you know and the thing that shocked me this time around was, and I don't know if it was because I was looking at it on a different TV or something like that, but mm -hmm. those rooms in Atlas are tiny. So like, I always small. think that it's a suite where there's a sort of living area and yeah. kitchen attached yeah. and then, and then bedrooms, yeah. but actually no, like the beds are right there at that kitchen counter, which yeah. means that, Everybody had that fight last night, mm -hmm. like like after the day where they were allowed to to work, like they were allowed to to work an extra <laughs> three seven hours, seven hours, seven, seven hours. Oh yes. My God. You also you guys forgot that Heidi also did say that they could drink all of the sweat they could make. <laughs> 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 like it's like so does Heidi does Heidi like make that announcement uh, about the gift of the extra hours to all of her production workers for her clothing line? I mean, you, you know, it and, and it must it must be met with 
uh, equal amounts of enthusiasm because why would she do it on camera for all of us to see if she doesn't think that it's perfectly fine? Because everyone's like, thanks, Heidi. Thanks. Yay. Oh, amazing. Oh, seven extra hours. Double shifts. We needed that. Oh my god! Um, but, <laughs> so. but in any event, they've they've gone through that whole day, mm-hmm. had like their giant fight, yeah, and then have had to go like go to sleep two feet away from each other, and then wake up and try to have breakfast. Yeah. So it, it's like, it, yes, it makes sense. We you also get Bert saying like okay all i have to do my mission for the day is to get through the day not Mm -hmm. be an asshole to somebody so i don't have to make amends in the morning yeah so this is like so bird is working the steps yeah like i like we hear anthony ryan say this thing about burying the hatchet but i bet that bert was also like you know i'm making an honest inventory this is my part of it i should not have done this like it sounds like Bird apologized. Like it that's that's what it Yeah, what Bird it made like. amends. Yeah. For the but you know, that's like that's that's part of recovery. Yes, yes, exactly. And and, and we hear about it. We hear about Bird's recovery yeah. through this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I thought about that. And you bringing up um sobriety and sort of just kind of um this 12 step or even this kind of rigidity to to Bert. Um mm-hmm. how it how it comes from that and and definitely this, you know, uh, moment of reconciliation. I, mm-hmm. you know, I would have loved to have seen that because you know I have issues with reconciling. <laughs> so, it, so coming I, in. I mean, clearly you're not the only one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of folks out here. I mean, yeah. Uh, so, so they they head to the runway with Heidi, um, mm-hmm. and we have Victor and Joshua M with immunity, which I also am interested. It's interesting that they didn't, they didn't comment about that, how people should be more stressed out about the, the reduced or the, the increased chances of them going home. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, but Heidi says that she's sending the designers back to school to further their education. And so everyone is thinking, oh, you know, maybe we're addressing the students or maybe we're mm. addressing the teachers. But all they know is that they're going to meet Tim at a school somewhere. So they head up to Harlem and they meet Tim at the Harlem School of the Arts, where we mm-hmm. have um, the CEO and president of the Harlem School of the, of the Arts, y- Yvette Campbell, um, who laughs constantly at the ragged flank of designers in front of her. Mm-hmm. As Tim gives them the challenge, I will point that out. And then we have Byron McRae, who's the director of visual arts, who's very, you know, just very stern in comparison to Yvette Campbell, who was having a good time watching these designers kind of suffer. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then we have a gaggle of students who mm-hmm. are just innocent children. And they're, you know, that if you're an innocent child, then you're naturally the villains of this episode. So you're, right. you're kind of standing over there uh, next to your easels and their paintings with the Jaws music on top of it. Yeah, I mean, this weird music string that's like, oh my God, we, do we really need to build tension at this moment? Yeah, because kids kids right Nalen? yeah i mean kids, kids. Yeah. but uh but they're all adorable and it kind of and do you watch 30 rock or have you ever watched 30 i've rock? never i've never seen 30 rock okay so i will so if anyone um any any of the listeners have watched 30 rocks hopefully someone out there understands what i'm going to reference but almost <laughs> all of the babies on 30 rock get jaws music on top of 
the adorableness that they are as a joke. Uh-huh. It's it's a it's uh-huh. a wonderful visual gag. Um with cute babies and dun 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 and mm. this is what I felt. I was like, oh this is, you know, okay. this is great. Um anyway, so the challenge is is that the designers will be collaborating with these innocent children. Mm-hmm. And they're going to um th- so they're going to work they're oh my gosh, <laughs> they're collaborating on a work of art with one of the students and that work of art will serve as the inspiration for an avant-garde look and that look will walk the runway in two days so it's an avant-garde challenge and it's a two-day challenge and tim tells them you get two days so that is an indication of how ambitious we want you to be um Mm -hmm. so they get to go into the art school and uh the student partners are randomly selected and what's great here is that i feel like tim goes into high gear educator because Mm -hmm. as they're walking into the room tim goes grab materials establish your workplaces (laughs) and start creating your works of art (laughs) tim has done this many times this is right in tim's wheelhouse i love it so much it's like oh we're in art school it's it's great um so uh it did i i have to say that i did um have flashbacks to like the art classroom in high school really? and how you had an art classroom that looked like this it didn't look like this but okay. but just it was it was the like emotional sense of like oh my god here is like the place where i can sort of hide out in all of my like queerness yeah. for at least a period <laughs> you know, during like the rest of the free the, you know the freaky horrors of the day Aww. so it was it was you know definitely the refuge yeah no i love that and because the, the kids are they're all age. They're range from I think eleven to sixteen. It looks like, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I again I took my tagline from one of the students who's just because Anthony Ryan's like, so what inspires you? And she goes, an emotional connection. I'm like, who talks like that in high school? Like I love uh-huh. that. It's like the art kids, <laughs> and uh, and you know, an emotional connection. So that's why I tend to paint really expressively. Um, uh-huh. So I I just really loved seeing how different they are because you have your really like inward kids who don't really want to talk that much and you have the outward kids who are really extroverted verbally um and then the other ones who are just like yeah so i kind of like know myself i'm 16 you know like this is the thing that i do Mm because we're used to talking about work yeah um so yeah i loved it 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 seems to really break down um that and that um the uh the women, the the girls are much more forthcoming than the boys. As I guess oh, the way that I will say that. Okay, that is that is an interesting pattern or an interesting. Like when you really look at it, like there's very we yeah. hear very little from the boys, yeah. and we have like some stars. I mean, oh yeah, from the from from the girls. Oh yeah, so we and, have. And I'm saying I'm you know I'm framing all of this in terms of like how they're kind of presented to us now yes, in yes. this in in you know not to be like binary or gender like essentialist gender. about it but yeah, yeah but yeah no i i i didn't even notice that because my my favorite one is the really quiet kid 
Antonio. The um, one with Bert? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I, just... I don't know what to do with you, 57-year-old, <laughs> bitter, ex-alcoholic man. <laughs> I mean, Antonio's just like, I'm just here with my shapes, and I'm just right. doing the thing. Right. And I think because I would and have Bert's liked... And asking him if, he, if he's ever been to the Guggenheim. I know. He was like, no. He's like, no? We're going to have to it... go down the street, which is where the Guggenheim is from, from yeah. where they are in Harlem. But um, I yeah, I think I liked Antonio because I also would have wanted to just be quiet. I'm like, just be quiet. Let's just like. Yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. It's a whole lot. It's a, yeah. it's a whole lot happening. Well, Victor actually gets one of the stars. Um, That's Sky. S-K-Y-Y. Two Y's mm-hmm. in there. Um, and Sky is very much into a lingerie aesthetic because yeah. she instantly goes like, I think we need to create something bustier-ish. Mm-hmm. And Victor is trying to say let's stay tasteful without in a way, right. but also Victor doesn't really know how to talk to 12 year olds. And that's so Sky is, is a very precocious 12 year old. Right. Um, and Sky, Sky admittedly goes like, I don't really know what a bustier is. Exactly. She's like, I'm just saying words. I heard it somewhere and I think it's really cool. And I think it's fashion related and you like fashion. And so then let's do that. Yeah. Let's make whatever you make tight. Okay. Well fitted. And she starts drawing swirls. I'm like, what, are, what does t- tight and swirls have to do with each other? Um, so I just, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I she, love it. she rocks it out. Um, we have Josh C who is with, Sasha, who is making a very large wolf and also letting Josh paint with her. So some of the artists are painting alone. Like Antonio, I don't think, I think Antonio was like blocking Bert out from the canvas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Sasha was letting Josh paint along. And Josh, I think, is kind of nervous. Like, I don't want to mess this up. And, you know, of course, not all of them, I assume, are painters. But, yeah. um, but Sasha is also very reassuring to Josh. Yeah. She's like, this is our work. And so if they say anything bad about you, then I'm just going to cry. I'll just cry. You know, that's right. how I get. Yeah. I, that's how I saw these things. Sasha is like, <laughs> um, it, like, check back in three months when Sasha has heard the word goth. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's hitting like. A, a a wolf that has like uh an open rib cage. And yes, its heart yes. is exposed, and, and the, you can like see its heart. And the red is the only other color. It's just <laughs> black and gray, and then the red, <laughs> the blood. It's like yeah. Oh okay okay. All right, Sasha, all right, Sasha. Like, Sasha currently blonde. Yes, will either be <laughs> like. Th- th- like their hair will either be like ash white or or blue black <laughs> like in a few months <laughs> i love how i love the prediction of the transition that we'll see um and you know and it's like i yeah yeah this is also another thing that that's so great about this time because it's a time of transition and yeah. they don't know it yet but we see it <laughs> yeah and it's so um it's it's so endearing yeah and i have to say like this is um this is the reason like in in all the teaching i've done Mm -hmm. i could never teach below um college level yeah like i'm okay with undergrads i could not teach high school or below because people are like it's so intense for them. It's so yeah. there's so much going on. Yes. There's so um they're so like 
exposed and sensitive and in the midst of like all of these things yeah that are happening that it i it would just freak me out that i wouldn't that i'd be like i don't want to screw any of this up and this is the, like i can't even <laughs> yeah yeah it's like there's a lot of important things happening with your brain yeah. right now and it's like okay yeah um yeah no i yeah yeah, yeah. and then we get um who's uh who's with oliver we have someone named tanya lee mm-hmm. and tanya lee is also is all it's trying to get to know Ol- oliver's process mm-hmm. and asks a question like oh so do you like to listen to music when you design and i'm pretty sure tanya lee was expecting to hear yes and then mm-hmm. so she can say i like to listen to music when i design or something but oliver right. is like yeah i listen to depressing music <laughs> I really like to, I like depressing things, and she's like, "Oh, I don't know how to respond to that." <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're it's it's going to be really evident, like as we go along. And I I wonder if Tanya's just like, or Tanya Lee's like, "Oh man, I got this one." I don't know. Like her face, and of course, this is an edit, so we don't know. It's out of context, right? But um, Tanya Lee's face did not look too thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> response. Well, Oliver does not. It is is not a person who is outgoing. No, no, not at all. And 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 I mean, I mean, we saw last week that Oliver is basically like bruised by life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Why? <laughs> That's not. I should laugh at it, but. I mean, because I, I, I just, I love Oliver's voice, and yeah. I think about like you know, and and Oliver has such an interesting accent because you know he learns, he knows so many languages, and I've been thinking, someone who's fluent in so many languages, you know, where they travel to places, they learn how to speak the language very well, must be social in some kind of way, and not necessarily so. No. No. Uh, yeah, those two those two things don't necessarily track. Yeah, no. But um it's, Yeah. And yeah. also this time around I I guess I realized again that Oliver is 22. Very young. Yeah. So Oliver is also like super young. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um You know, it in on the scale of like people who are on this show. Yes. Yeah. Like like that's that's I mean, I, maybe we've had people who are 21. Maybe. I mean, I think Christian Siriano is the most notable 21 yeah. year old that's ever been on the show. Yeah. But but I think that's pretty much the, the the floor. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, so Oliver is definitely like. He's little. Yeah. Um. Uh. So then we and... have. Oh no! Go ahead. No, go on. Go on. Oh no! I was I was saying that we have. Uh, Joshua M who is working with Patrice who's mm-hmm. making a crying earth so we go from mm-hmm. Oliver who's like depression music and then we have mm-hmm. Patrice who's like yeah everything above the ground is dying and on fire and it's terrible and then the roots are green because there's life down there underground and so Josh M I think is a little confounded by this <laughs> kind of like mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay all right what wait, what's why are the roots green what is mm-hmm. happening okay Green is life. So while Joshua is trying to understand Patrice, we also have um, Anya with mm-hmm. 
AJ. Right. And Anya is dictating color. Yeah. And from Anya. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, Anya, I think is, I mean, I mean, at the beginning of all this, we hear from Anya about like how her parents run a program that's a, that's a, like kind of an educational program based in the arts. Yeah. And, and I feel like Anya is kind of doing the best thing here, which is like treating the young person like a normal person. Like a person. And like they're like, okay, we're making this painting together. Why don't yes. you, what do you think about some yellow over there? Or yes. Like, yes. Like it's like, it's very kind of matter of fact. It's not like, you know, one thing or another, you know, it's just, she's, she's doing, I think what, what is the best thing to do? Yeah, I agree. Um, because it's not, because and then we go to, to, to Bryce, mm-hmm. um, who's working with Audrey. And I thought of them as, because I, I was like, Anya looks the most comfortable in mm-hmm. in working with a student and not necessarily thinking of the student as a child. Whereas, you know, mm-hmm. you think about Victor, who's like, uh, 12, you're 12. What do I do? Right. And then Anya's just like, well, OK, well, let's do like more blue here. I think that would be like a, a, mm-hmm. like a really good. So it's, it, it feels like teaching. Um, mm-hmm. and it also feels again, like, you know what you said. And then we have Bryce here who is seems to be in or audrey who seems to be in like the teaching position with bryce because we only get like a small clip where audrey's Mm -hmm. like i like to start out with basic forms first Mm -hmm. like that's kind of like what i need to do because it seems like she is leading um that interaction um and then we have laura with kai who is 11 i think kai might be the youngest student we have and mm. Laura's, of course, mistaking Kai for an emotional support human. And this um, is exactly it. Yes. Yeah. This is like we hear like Laura's like going into last week. It didn't go well. I yeah. had a really rough group. And then I got my first bad critique. Yeah. To a, to a fucking 11 year old. 11 year old. It's super and inappropriate. Who then. <laughs> turns around and is like okay well i'm 11 years old <laughs> and a girl and i'm black mm-hmm. so let's let's let me give you some of like what has been drilled into me yeah about like hardship and success and, and hardship and like you know bumps and in the like, road yeah it's like failure is an opportunity like like is you know like just totally doing this and and laura goes like wow wow can i call you tomorrow i'm like please don't parentify this little girl please yeah please don't do this laura she's like yeah could you be my little therapist and it's like oh my god yeah yeah i wrote (laughs) yeah i i wrote (laughs) yeah laura solicits emotional labor from (laughs) an 11 year old black child Yes, she does. Because, and I will say this, that is what she's used to. Yeah. That is, yeah. she sat down there and she goes, so, it's, it felt like, yeah, it felt like, woe is me story time. Because yeah. while she's, she's talking, yeah, she's talking to um, a black person, but it is a child. And so she right. kind of sings songs as if she's telling 
or a lullaby or a nighttime story, but it's all mm. about me and about the fight I had last week. And this is how you talk to a child, a black child who's going to help me with. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Um, also, oh Kai's a better artist and more emotionally yes. mature than Laura. So, yeah. Um, Boom. Yes. So uh, then we have Kimberly, who is with Claudette, and then time is up. <laughs> right. Oh well, we get uh, we get um, Jeffrey uh, Ryan or Anthony Ryan. Oh, that's Anthony right. Ryan. Yes. Yes. With um, I can't remember who, who his uh, Wu Ching partner is. Yes. Yeah. And they're doing like a they're doing a dual self portraits. Yeah. This is one of my favorite that's... parts. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's a super nice painting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm making this I'm calling it now. It's it's gonna be the episode creative where they're kind of standing back and looking at it together. Kind of like, uh -huh. is this good? Like, what what else does it need? Does it need a little bit more of this? Does it need a crown? Um. So yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. So so time is up, mm -hmm. and the students it's leave. Time to sketch. Time to sketch. They get thirty minutes mm -hmm. to design their avant garde looks, and then um they had to mood. Um, Not everybody has a HP tablet. Some of them have notebooks. Some of them have tablets. Oh, you know what? That is a good point because I made a note how Oliver says, Oliver's like, you know, I started off this competition ahead where I was winning. Mm -hmm. Now I'm more confused than ever. And then uh, the camera pans to Oliver holding every single color pencil available. Mm-hmm. And just staring into the distance, into oblivion. Just, you know, yeah. like almost like, which color will you choose, Oliver? And he goes, no color. I don't like color. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and oh, yeah. And you get, um, yeah, you get like, uh, and, and then you, you go to Josh, mm -hmm. who's, um, you know, Josh M, who's like, avant-garde means you can do anything you want and i'm stuck with a tree yeah and yeah. i hate organic and i hate, you know yeah and and um i mean you know like does his joke that he likes things that are that are fake, fake. and artificial yes and, yes you know and and it is um then fucking do that yeah yeah like like then then do that it's it is weird to me like like at the sketching stage mm -hmm. you see how like boring already all these sketches are yeah i mean and i i you know like thinking about again how i am it's interesting to see how some of them were so thrown off by this art collaboration that they did with these students uh -huh. looking at the painting and then you know josh josh m is a good example looking at it and going this is not what i do I'm like but but uh that's not what you're doing and you have josh c who starts off saying like yeah i'm gonna just work off the emotion of the work i'm trying not to be too literal and it's almost like mm -hmm. everyone was just trying so hard not to be literal Mm -hmm. and struggling with how to translate um from mm -hmm. an from a from an object like how to translate this into into fashion and also translate into something that you want to make or something that you want to do and so many people start off 
or so many people make the decisions to do something that they've never done before, thinking that that's avant-garde. And Josh M is, is sort of one of them (laughs) where it's like, okay, maybe I'll do something organic. I'm not organic, but let's do it. I'm like, all right. Okay. So, uh, ready to go to mood? Yes. Although, and again, let's just say Mm. this is the ninth season of this show and they've been having avant-garde challenges since the second season, I think. No, they did it the first season too. Okay. So yeah, yeah. it's so you know Maybe not. it's like Oops. people complaining it's like people complaining about the um people complaining about queens on drag race not so not knowing how to sew. It's like yes. if you get yes. cast if you if you are submitting audition tapes for drag race mm-hmm. then then you know at this point if you get accepted there will be a sewing challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know that you're going to have to do it. Yeah. You know that you're going to have to do snatch games. So yes. think about some celebrities that you're going to do. Yeah. You know, and, and in this situation, it's like, you know, there's going to be an avant-garde challenge. So think about what that means for you well in advance and have some ideas. Yes. That you can then break out. It's not so hard to repurpose an idea that you have for something else mm-hmm. in relationship to a painting. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, all right. So, so then so they it's take off, boring to, sketches off to, to mood. And... Where we finally get some for real swatch oh, footage. This just is one, swatch I, trotting around. And I, just, Tim... I just love it. Swatch just like trots up to Tim and Tim's chasing, chasing Swatch all over uh, it's the, mood. It's the classic, giving just, birth to the classic gif of Tim t- chasing Swatch. I love it. I love this one. Um, yes. I'll, I'll repost that gif that I made of that. Yes. Um, it's I love the, it. it is, it's, so it's, it's the best. <laughs> um, so and people are running around. They're running around. And for some reason, they're choosing the most expensive fabric in mood in 2011. Mm-hmm. stuff that's 30 to 40 dollars a yard which is not the most expensive but it is that's expensive but mm-hmm. um they're trying to get tons of yardage because for some people that's what avant-garde is <laughs> you need a ton of yardage and we have oliver who's selected always goes i've selected quite a lot of chiffon i've never mm-hmm. worked with chiffon before so what a better time to work with one of the hardest fabrics to sew on an avant-garde challenge right and it's just like okay mm-hmm. all right um joshua c scandalizes squatch by choosing uh, real fur. For fur and, and tim and swatch are like please use faux fur <laughs> please yeah we're cruelty free <laughs> so um and we hear about uh, yeah we hear um josh c um this is his first trip to mood oh my gosh that's what he said Okay, because yeah. I couldn't understand that. It um, is because in all of the other challenges, yes, for whatever reason, right, fabric has been selected for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this wow. is the season. This is the cha- first challenge where they go shop at Mood, where okay. he he goes to shop at Mood. So that makes sense because he ends up only essentially spending half his budget. Yeah. Um. So about one hundred and sixty dollars, which yeah is concerning and ought to be. And ought to be considering that he's like working with pleather and faux fur, mm-hmm. like 
like that means that he got like a yard of each or something. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like he yeah. really did not get all. He did not get enough materials. No, um, and maybe, maybe, got the cheapest of those materials. Yeah, that he could find. Yeah, yeah. You. Um, but I think that that's about it. Um, unless there's anything else about mood. No. Okay. No. Yeah, I didn't write anything else. But so they go back to the workroom and uh, we get a rundown real quick from Victor, who has already called this challenge as a wash by looking at everyone's fabrics for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty prescient. Um, but, in, you know, Victor should include himself as well. But mm-hmm. anyway, so so he looks at Joshua C with the wolf stuff going on um anya's got a got feathers kimberly has chosen iridescent fabric mm-hmm. becky has chosen a bunch of weird greens to go with what looks like orange on my screen mm-hmm. and then hmm, bryce has sketched a mermaid dress that victor says is from 1985 and then anya we get anya showing off some upholstery fabric that she found downstairs for five dollars yes um which I kind of get. Which is worth all of it. Yes. <laughs> it is a steal. And it probably right. would have been okay with them if you stole it. It would probably be yeah. like, yeah, you can just take it. Just take it. Yeah. But people made some wild choices at Mood. So, yes. Oh, my God. So they have until 10 Tim, that night. Yes. Yeah. Tim comes back in to reiterate the challenge. Yes. Um, to once again say, um, uh, this is not a red carpet challenge. This is an avant-garde challenge. I think this must have been confusing to so many people. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, and and um, and and immediately we get Bert walking it back. Yes, like, he does. Yeah, because Bert's like, well, avant-garde doesn't have to be crazy yeah yeah exaggerated Mm -hmm. it doesn't it just has to be it doesn't have to be tons of materials it just has to be like you know uh what does he say something can be um uh it's gonna have a forward-thinking feel to it yes yeah and then we have laura (laughs) who says she says, like, to me, avant-garde can't be really worn in real life. Like, Lady Gaga wears avant-garde in real life, but she can't. But she does, but that doesn't mean that she is wearing avant-garde, because it's not real life avant-garde. Well, I mean, I think, I, I think, um, it, Laura should have made note of that. It's yes. like, yeah, it's like, lady, celebrities like Lady Gaga appear in circumstances where they make themselves noticed by making themselves a uh, a distinctive image. Yes. And that's sort of what um that's that's sort of what Project Runway for better or worse categorizes as avant-garde yes it is it are it it basically is clothing that is designed to make that impression um instantaneously as you're being photographed yeah yeah right um and i and i and i think that is 
yeah, I think she should have noted that because in a way I feel like she was the way Bert was walking it back. I think Laura also kind of walked it back in a way to right. say that like, yeah, no, it's just like, to me, it's not real life. I mean, like, sure, it's not real life, but I think for her, she sees that as being kind of um, carte blanche for being um, not necessarily ridiculous, but almost like it, she said it in a way where she's just, it's, it's definitely not, um, I don't know. I got the impression that she thought of it as being kind of silly um mm-hmm. kind of frivolous um, or like or fantasy fantasy and not necessarily something that she also understands um because it's because mm-hmm. i i kind of think of it's not worn in real life yet i'm going to talk about someone who wears it in real life there's just to me there was some kind of like disconnect with do you really know what you're talking mm-hmm. about and do you recognize it when you see it and can you kind of achieve that right yeah yeah um oliver is freaking out the way oliver freaks out where he's Mm -hmm. like i'm seeing a lot of bright colors feathers and furs compared to the others my look is definitely more quiet it's just oh no oliver is having a meltdown (laughs) it's like oh no yeah um, and then we have yeah. Bryce who is like, oh my gosh, I'm so avant-garde. I don't do bright orange, but I'm doing orange guys. It's really avant-garde. <laughs> Bryce. Um, we have Josh M who's now painting a tree motif on a circle skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, I mean, does he? So he's yeah, he's 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 making it look like wood. Mm-hmm. It's like a neoprene skirt. Yes. Um. It's. Um, he hasn't. Oh, uh, yeah. No, this is the point. I was wondering if this is the point where he gets with, where he talks about like he's gonna put his and his mom's initials in the tree mm-hmm. um like you carve initials into a tree with a heart yes um because his mom is his inspiration so basically and and yes it's it is it's really really rough that he lost his mom yeah but this is also like such a ploy on this show mm-hmm. is to like when all else fails write something sentimental on the on the garment yeah yeah <laughs> right so something. that you can have that moment on on the runway where you go like oh well this is blah 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 yes yeah and the judges can like you know have their moment of emotional connection with you i mean we can think about the you know I, I forget which season but we have our one a, a british designer who mm-hmm. wrote a love letter to his husband who he really missed and made a bias a very simple bias cut dress and essentially it was just a simple bias cut dress but it was his handwriting all over it and of course i was like oh it's so beautiful i love that mm-hmm. you win you know um and i i also thought this was 
interesting because um i i i i wrote that this this gives us a hint as to where josh's viciousness came from the previous episode and where it's gonna keep coming from in a way Mm -hmm. and not to excuse like the behavior but i because i was thinking of that moment when he was berating becky um at the brother sewing machine and the way he kind of like yelled at her I was like, oh, yeah, this is what you do instead of crying. Like, you would, you right. should be crying right now. But right. instead of crying, you are screaming and yelling at Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it might it might be due to, to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the, apparently, the most inspired that he's been. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, from like, I don't know what to do ever. with nature. I like things that are plastic. Yeah, yeah. To sloppy sentimentality yes like in a, yeah. in a hairpin turn yeah so it's like i mean it's interesting because josh comes back mm-hmm. you know for an all-star season mm-hmm. and he had he has gotten the act much more together yes by the time he comes back for that season yes this season he doesn't quite have it all together yet mm-hmm. this is season one yeah <laughs> sorry to make uh, my housewives references but like it's like yeah. this is season one housewives and then season two housewives for for josh's all-stars <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so um so yeah um who else do we hear from we hear we from have, bert we we have, get some time with bert yeah we have or bert maybe... who's creating like the, a high-waisted pant with balloon hips yeah so kind of an exaggerated silhouette going on Anthony is doing a nude fitted dress for his model. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is very shady, but we have Becky who is making boxes out of paper and right. placing them on a shoulder right. or whatever. Um, and then we have Victor who's trying to not make a house of Darion dress uh, mm-hmm. and doing like a, something that, that's very, uh, it looks like a gown silhouette with mm. the blue and, and and white fabric, with a lot of ruching, there's a, a lot, lot of ruching going. A lot on. of stuff going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we have, uh, you know, an, again, like a, a moment with Bert, um, w- with Laura. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, Laura's being awful again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and makes a comment like Bert. This is what I wrote. This is not what she said, but this is what I wrote, Bert. I know you're gay, but I'm going to ask a question in a way that lets you know I wish you weren't. You could, because you could pass for straight. Bert, mm-hmm. are you gay or straight? And it's like, can we just not do this? Um, right. But Bert gets to talk a little bit about um, his backstory. Where mm-hmm. we, we learn um, that Bert um, had a partner who passed. And so Bert says, I'm not married. I'm, I'm actually widowed. And everyone mm-hmm. goes, oh, ah. And Laura, you know, prying and being awful again kind of pulls him out and makes him keep talking about this um but uh but he talks about his partner died of aids and that it took him into uh a a turn towards alcohol but that he's sober now and -hmm. enjoying his life and then we get to see bert talking to his family on video chat and bert's Mm -hmm. really animated it seems really really cute and um when they say goodbye the sister yells 
make it work and then mm-hmm. Bert lovingly gives her a fuck off sign mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it was it was just like okay great I'm glad to see Bert in his natural habitat <laughs> yes and you and you and you realize that okay so probably Bert's general state with friends and family is pretty sardonic yes yes which is which is a very difficult thing to bring to strangers yes. without it immediately feeling like hostile yeah 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 right yeah um so 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 yeah it looks like Bert's family like can give it and take it right um with him and that probably lays out some of like why his you know a abrasive thing is is also there totally we did miss one thing which is an astonishing moment of josh m um centrism where he's talking to Becky. Oh my gosh! About I, her dress. I purposefully. <laughs> I, I I I'm so glad you caught this because I was like, let me skip this part. I have these in my notes. Take it away, Naylan. What what did Josh him say? <laughs> you know, Josh is having like a super nice chat with Becky about what she's doing. Like, oh, um and so um awesome. and they're they're being all nicey nice with each yeah, other. Yeah. Um with some suggestions about like the denim yeah, and oh blah God, blah blah. Green. And then we get a confessional where Josh is going like <laughs> um you know uh well I like to think that like part of the way that I was a jerk to her yesterday and horrible and made her cry and yelled at her might now have really helped her creatively to start to think outside of the box. Yeah, right? Bullying works. <laughs> I really really I I I I you know if I were Becky, yeah. If I mean, you talked about this last last week, but it's like, if I were Becky, mm-hmm. um, uh, I would just be saying to Josh, "Oh no, you can call me Dowdy." Yeah. Just yeah. No, I my my name to you is Dowdy. Just call me Dowdy again. Yeah. Like yeah. just <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is. You think I should do this with a denim? You don't think it's Dowdy? Yeah. <laughs> like oh good okay um I mean... just like again it's it is that thing of like they are in each other's laps 24 7 yeah and they're and it's like either like you suck it up or you stab them i mean it's kind of, it's kind of like oh man yeah i think i said this last episode too i'm still feeling this way where i'm just like there's a little you know, I mean, I I know what I would have done. <laughs> I probably would have gotten yeah. kicked off the show, but yeah, um, yeah it, it feels like it still feels like Josh is pulling this power move, and but it's completely serious. But that's that's how he's he's kind of functioning. He's just like, oh right. yeah, you know, just being really really gross and grandiose, and um, still bullying Becky, still mm-hmm. doing it, but in this like yeah. nice nasty way. Um, yeah. But Becky's making those boxes, and I wish someone would have told us to stop, but no one did. Uh, so, I mean, Becky does have her own issues, but we'll we'll get to those we'll get later on. Um, um, 
Yeah, so it's like the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Kimberly's a little freaked out. Mm-hmm. They've they've got all their stuff. Josh is um, feeling amazing about his stuff, though. Um, right. Yeah. Um, back at Atlas, um, the girls are dishing on Josh's wolf thing. Oh man, hot! Everybody's gossip. got a, everybody's got a lot to, you know. This is one of those moments where Josh, basically, Josh C gets talked into being um, super conservative. Oh. And it is, like, the boys are kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, go wacky with it. The girls are like, oh, this is dangerous. I'm sensing a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes, like, this real, like, fulcrum that every, that's, like, all in Josh's head. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, and, uh, and then we go back to the workroom the next day. Laura's already, con- you know, expressing concerns. Mm-hmm. And it's and the net effect is for Josh to be talked out of hmm. anything that is distinguishing about his garment. Yeah, yeah, because it's interesting that that again the the four letter word is literal, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the and literal means fur, right. which is not necessarily true. Right, um, and Joshua. C was having a good time with that fake friend. Yeah. Is putting on yeah. his head and like, you know, yeah. dressing up and like doing a bunch of stuff. And yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Um, I, he saw that as being the main thing that makes it literal. Uh, mm-hmm. But it also was, it seemed like the thing he was most, the most excited about using uh, mm-hmm. in the garment and probably was like half his budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, so then Tim comes in and says, your artwork has arrived by special delivery. That means all the kids come in with their art mm. pieces. And I think they have to finish them. What's great is that there's no accompanying Jaws music or stressful strings, you know, yeah. bringing them in. And so, um, but yeah, but, but so the kids are here and we get to see, how comfortable or uncomfortable the designers are with them in mm-hmm. the workroom and, and vice versa vice versa <laughs> uh we have again a- another incident between laura and kai where i just wrote in my notes like please don't parentify her please yes. you know precious little child kai um becky is asking unfathomable things like Hey kid, what if I mix the green and the blue together? And the artist yeah. is like, "That is the best thing I've ever heard." <laughs> yes, Becky, do it. Um, and then Joshua C is kind of like floundering, and right. So when his artist comes in, he's like, "Okay, great. Then I can collaborate with her. We can bounce ideas off of each other." And then we have Sky, who is our star. Mm-hmm. And Victor's like, oh my god, Sky's here. Oh, but Sky mm-hmm. loves the dress that Victor's making. Mm-hmm. Has no notes for Victor, and so mm-hmm. then uh, Victor's okay with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so now it's time to talk to Tim. So Tim is going to talk with the designers along with their artist collaborators. And the first duo we have is Anthony and Wu Ching, 
Mm-hmm. And so Anthony's describing um, that he want, wanted to have the garment look like paint or mm-hmm. paint strokes, but that he's decided to scrap the orange because Wu Ching was mm-hmm. like, maybe we should like yeah. pair off or pair back with orange. Mm-hmm. And Tim is so proud of Wu Ching's suggestion to scrap the orange. Is like, oh, wow, great suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I, so I feel like there's a lot of like Tim being really proud of these students of like being assertive and, mm-hmm. and making decisions with the designers. Um, then we have Anya who seems to mostly trying mostly she's mostly, she's trying not to go into costume mode. Right. And, uh, then we have Bryce who is doing the opposite of Anthony and still very proud of himself for exploring orange. Mm-hmm. And we have Kimberly, <laughs> Who's making what looks like a pleather wing here with yeah. some something. And I think it's supposed to be bird-like. Um, and Tim basically says, like, you don't want to evoke Michael Kors into saying anything racist towards indigenous people. Wow. Yes, that was. <laughs> and, and, and you put that very generously. because I didn't know how else to do it. I was, again, sometimes these throwback moments stun me. Yeah. And I'm just Tim... like, holy crapness. You know, yeah, this, this uh, looks Tim. like a little thing that Tim would take back. Oh, yeah. Yes, totally would take this back. Um, so I, yeah, see how I couch that and to just like, please don't, yes. you know, cause, but yeah. instead of evoking a terrible comment from Michael Kors, I would be more concerned with the amount of pleather that Kimberly is using. But anyway, mm-hmm. so then we have Laura, who is mostly focusing right. on making something pretty. Right. And then Tim introduces the term to get her into thinking more about an av- in, in an avant-garde way. Mm-hmm. And he uses the word evocative, which mm-hmm. I think is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think that worked, but no. he uses that term. No. And, and, um, and God bless Becky who calls it like she sees it. She's like, you know, Laura's making this weird fluffy peach thing. Yeah. It's like a bad prom dress. Like, yes. Yep. Yep. Where's the lie? Yeah. Um, oh, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> you don't see it because it's not there. Um, you know? But I, I, I also love Kai, who is, who, oh, again, <laughs> like unbelievable. Like Kai's incredible emotional intelligence. Kai's like, like so Tim wonderful. goes like Kai, Kai. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And and Kai goes. <laughs> I think it'll look better when it's a finished project. <laughs> I was like, diplomat, do you want, are, are you going to, yeah. are you going to work in the UN? Yeah. Are you going to work at the embassy? Yeah. I mean, you just, we, uh, such yeah. a diplomat, but also um, she was ready. And she, and I'm just like, I, you know, she was like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to say the thing um, and be encouraging because I don't want to uh, make Laura look bad. And so yeah. I'm going to bow out. Yeah. You know, I'm going to bow out, Tim. <laughs> Graciously. Yeah. And gracefully. So, um, yes, I love that. Yeah. And then we have Becky. And she's like, I make cubes. I'm not sure if it's, you know, kindergarten blocks or yeah. what. And 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 Tim also is trying to be diplomatic. It's like, you know, 
ask or reminding her that she wants to keep it sophisticated to a degree and sharp Mm -hmm. um and that you don't want to look like like a craft project right but um basically tim's like you are in danger (laughs) well and here's here's where i actually want to call out something about the way that all of this is shot Mm -hmm. because in all of the workroom shots we never see becky's dress below the waist yes and um and if you take a look at the cheat sheet gentle listener Mm -hmm. um or if you or if you look at the parts of this that have you know that have happened if you look ahead in the show where to what the finished garment is a big part of what's going on in this in this dress is below the waist Mm -hmm. and if you wanted to like fix something about it like they're like like the edit is all about the boxes yeah we keep coming back to that and and victor makes a comment about it and and that keeps getting talked about Mm -hmm. but actually i think that there's other things that could have been done with this look um you know that um that if if you were addressing it below the waist yeah yeah you know anyway hmm. but it's 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 a, a weird thing that i sort of caught on the second go round where it was like oh wait a minute like nobody you never see this other part of it until like there's maybe the model fitting or something yeah no that's true yeah um i i i also was distracted by those boxes so yeah I'll admit like i just yeah um not necessarily by the fabrication because i think denim is fine i think she shows a really drapey beautiful denim yeah um, that was it ma- could mainly, have been really interesting really and mainly the boxes and the color it's just the green also mm-hmm. um and but... then we and oh, no, then go we ahead. go over to bert speaking about literal and color i mean bert is just sticking things on things and uh and I'll and and Tim doesn't really give any bad notes, which right. I I don't know if that was edited out because mainly Tim is focusing on how how I, I maybe is risky the right word, but how different this is for Bert because again, like we we struggled with Bert right playing it safe, being a little not necessarily simple, but sticking with what he not sticking with what he knows, but doing things that are kind of demure understated mm-hmm. um and here is something exaggerated um and something that is uh yeah just actually interesting to look at and tim is just honing in on that he's like this is a good thing all right i like how this is going i'm like okay but what about the stuff uh, the other stuff mm-hmm. but i wonder if there is something about bert's demeanor because i really think he was affected by that painting um and by Antonia, I, perhaps, and so maybe Tim didn't want to ruin that. I don't know. Yeah, I think that. I I think that. Yeah, it's hard to tell, like what Tim's actually doing here, and and again, Antonio is like totally silent <laughs> through all this. Like, yeah. Bert is describing his color sense and how great it is, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and how young and and. Um, you know, he doesn't want to, he didn't want to do red carpet, mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, and Tim's kind of going along on that ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but um, but you, the look on Antonio's face, he is so uncomfortable <laughs> in the middle of that situation. Oh, Antonio, poor child. Um, so you know, I bet you that Antonio walks ballroom, and it is like, and just I would love... and and like. I mean... Oh my gosh. You know, probably walks the avant-garde category and just like makes incredible things. Yeah. I wouldn't I would not be surprised. Because there's a lot going on on Antonio's face and demeanor. Because even in, during the runway, Antonio was my favorite <laughs> to look at yeah. during the runway, which I'll save for later. But yeah, I would I would love that to be true. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so next we move on to Oliver, who right. does not do color, right? Um, but is doing this, uh, like purplish bluish chiffon thing, and it's crumpled over like the right mm-hmm. side of the bust area, and and he just wants <laughs> it to flow down, and, and I, there's and there is a very visible eye roll from from Oliver's collaborator i mean yeah cramming the chiffon yeah onto the onto the bust of the dress form i mean tanya lee is doing a real good job of <laughs> pulling off a poker face but there was a blink because he yeah. just crumples up that chiffon it's like you know i'm i'm thinking i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. put it there and then and i just i'll have it have flow it down slow down and <laughs> It was. It's just a quick blink, and I'm like, okay, let me. Okay, yeah. let me look back <laughs> and look like, at you again. All right. Well, all I know is my paintings on TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like I've. I'm doing well with my moment. I don't. I can't say the same for you. <laughs> and then, and then, like Oliver starts to go through the story of like having never worked with chiffon before, and Tim yeah, oh my just shuts him right down. He's like, "Look, I appreciate that, but this is, but he, that doesn't make it avant-garde. You can't go on." And actually, Tim finally gives a workable definition for avant-garde. Yes, that should be said every challenge and with every one of these avant-garde challenges yes yes and what what is it that he says he says avant-garde means to lead yeah it means essentially to lead and you don't want to to do something that is and he used the phrase wholly expected right and so yeah uh, yes that's that's essentially yeah. What it means. Did I miss words? Did he say anything? No, no, no. You said you said exactly exactly the right thing. Yeah. Oliver like goes like, Oh, so you don't like the look? And Tim's like, I'm not saying that. Yes. And yes. and Oliver goes like, Oh, so you're saying that this is expected? Mm-hmm. And and Tim's like, I'm not i I'm not saying that. Yes. Like and and then we get a cut to a confessional of Oliver going like, Well, he said like a lot of positive things and then he'd said negative things and i don't it's like okay so you just did like that went right over your head yeah yeah i at this this is the moment where i'm like oliver is not ready yeah oliver is just not ready because he he, he really was looking for tim to say yes or no to something and tim yeah. is doesn't do that um and especially yeah. it's like oh so this is not what you want 
And it's this conversation around, no, it's about what do you want? What can you do with this brief? Or what's your mm-hmm. idea of what it means to lead? And Oliver, I, 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 Oliver is an avant-garde designer. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is, that is what's so frustrating about this conversation because Oliver does, you know, really um, interesting things um, things that are in response to, I think, what he's just like, I don't want to do it this way because that's boring. Yes, he uses beige on mm. beige and, and you know, whites or whatever. But um, the way he constructs clothes and the way he thinks about um, the way things look, I feel like the, uh, Oliver's sensibility is something that is leading, that is ahead. Mm. Even, even last week or, you know, with the last episode – um trying to prove Heidi wrong about long skirts with sneakers. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, that's an attempt. It failed. But mm-hmm. in a way it's like that's leading where I'm like, you don't think this works. You don't like this, but I'm gonna f- I'm I it, I like mm-hmm. it. So I'm gonna go against everyone and, and and show you how it perhaps could be something that you would want to wear. And yeah. So Yeah. Anyway, so we leave Oliver confused. Um, to Joshua M and Patrice, where I wrote in my my notes. Um, I think Joshua described the painting as "There's death in the, on the surface, and there's life in the roots." Um, right. And so Tim says something though about how the garment should not need an exp- explanation, and that it should be able to stand on its own. And I also wonder if that implies that the painting can stand on its own. Like the mm-hmm. painting is pretty clear what it what what it's going for but not necessarily the garment that Joshua M is making mm-hmm. and almost like it needs the painting for it to make sense to any of us. Um, and then we have Josh over or, to Josh Joshua C. C and uh, let me see. Uh, oh, what did I write? I wrote in my notes that perhaps with Joshua C for Tim, it looks like, a 16 year old designed this outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks, is it too literal an interpretation of the painting? And um, it's very one-to-one where, you know, you can kind of look at elements in the painting and look at elements on the garment and pair them together. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think Joshua is not too concerned about it, but and sees this as kind of like a minor setback but mm-hmm. um that question of is it too literal i think throws joshua c way off yeah. here and 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 in a way like um the answer is no it's not literal enough yeah like like if if really he made a monster outfit yeah then um then at least that would be um more avant-garde yeah yeah i totally agree you know I totally that, agree. that it is this like his he gets scared into making really like basically taking out anything that's quirky in um in the garment yeah yeah 
Because it, it, if... it, it's it's not like there's something new that's added onto it from mm-hmm. the point that we see it at Tim's critique. Yeah. In fact, it's only things are taken away. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of, you know, and I, I'm no, I noticed this sort of the second time or third time around that um, we're, we're seeing a design sensibility or I'm, I'm noticing a design sensibility with Josh C with what's happening with this upper region. He loves this mm-hmm. harness motif that's going on. Um, Early harness adopter. Yeah. And so in a way I'm like, <laughs> well, here it is. And I think this is a way he's applying it in a, in a way that, that could fit. But, um, but yeah, no, it, 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 it kind of, it gets lost. And I agree that it shouldn't gone, have gone like, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I think it not being literal enough is, it makes sense. Ernest, do you remember, let's take a moment and, and just reflect back on the fact that there was basically an all harness and holster season. Like there, like, like there was a season where like three different designers pretty much wore harnesses every episode (laughs) and then a lot of the clothes that they made had harnesses on them yeah yeah do you remember there was that the that season that had the um was it our favorite all-star season i don't know if it was that but there was the designer season there was a designer who made like steampunk stuff and her dresses, like all of her dresses, had like yes, harnesses. Yes. I think she was from kind Philadelphia. Of, kind of steampunk. Oh, I was thinking steampunk kind of goth. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. But there, but there were other people like on that yeah. season who also were wearing harnesses. Like there was mm-hmm. a guy from L.A. Mm-hmm. who's you know who like had harnesses in his garment. It was like yeah. It was, there was there was a thing yeah it's definitely maybe three seasons after this like because i'm picturing like 2014 2015 maybe yes probably somewhere around there yeah Yeah, where where and and it's one of those things where it's like you sort of remark on it at the time but it's one of those things that's going to be like oh my god this is like (laughs) this is such a 20 you know a 2014 <laughs> this is such a 2018 kind of... event, and it's, it's like, and we're at we're in 2011 now, so it's at the beginning right. of the decade, and yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the person who always comes to mind is Ken. Yes, always. Ken like, got deep into heart. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Um, so yeah, so so we step away from from Josh C and the harness motif that's mm-hmm. happening there. And then we, uh, we move on to Victor and sky and Victor's like, so, uh, hi Tim. And then sky mm-hmm. is like, hi Tim. Hello. How are you doing here? How are you doing? Like, <laughs> welcome to our design of our dress. And so Victor is quaking in his boots while Tim is like, Oh wow. Like, like, okay. Sky takes it away explains everything and of course Mm -hmm. tim is is really into the confidence and goes wow so so sky uh you stand by this maximally crimped dress and sky goes i do and (laughs) victor is in love love sky and sky is like sky's sky's funny i i like sky 
You know, yeah. I hated her at first. I was really scared of her. She talked a lot. She's 12, but mm-hmm. she's kind of cool now. She's funny. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she's. Yeah, um, she's cooler than you, Victor. Totally. She's <laughs> she she sees Tim and she's like, oh, my gosh, a person. Yeah. Who's who I'm going to talk to. Like, he's, yeah. you know, two feet taller than I am. But that's all. That's all right. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. We're just talking. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning what a bustier is. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, so, so Tim says goodbye to everyone, but also announces that the students will also be at the runway. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Tim leaves and that's when the glue guns come out. So we have Anthony Ryan glue gunning stuff. We have Laura glue gunning stuff. <laughs> and then there's also this moment. Where I didn't notice this, but Bryce is working, but his painting has one huge bloodshot red eye that's staring at him from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's uh, inspired by that to make the top part of the mermaid dress into more of like a straight jacket. <laughs> it's like elongating the sleeves to um, to manifest the creepiness that he feels from right, this right. painting. Right. And, you know, at least and and that is it's like it it's not something that's literally in the painting. Yes. But it's but it's an emotional connection to what's there in the painting. Totally. It's more than Um, the color. So great. Great. Yeah. 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 Um, We, you know, people are models come in. We're getting Mm -hmm. fittings. Um, People are at Kimberly's happy. Mm hmm um uh laura's model loves, loves what it. she's doing yes um uh bert's model goes like these are sick <laughs> <laughs> and and bert goes yeah well i haven't made pants in like 25 years <laughs> and his model goes well you did pretty good <laughs> just like ooh. <laughs> they were having fun together. I really they are having that. fun together. Like, it's a little there. There's a little like push and pull there. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, these aren't exactly what you call tailored." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Bert. Uh. Bert knows these things are like <laughs> foolish. Yeah. It's like this is like. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Um. So the models leave like fairly quickly in terms of this this edit or whatever and mm-hmm. they they kiss everyone goodbye they love everyone and then now it's 30 minutes until the end of the day so we revisit Josh C um and we we also get like some clips of people working on their their garments and um Victor is starting to slash his fabric mm-hmm. and um we also have like some musings from Becky who thinks that she's doing okay in terms of where she is in the competition. She's kind of stuck in the middle. Yeah. So, so clearly there was a producer like, how do you think you're doing so far and where Mm -hmm. do you think you are in the competition? She's like, I think I'm somewhere in the middle and that could be a problem. Yeah. Cause they could like, I haven't been on the top and I haven't been on the bottom, but they could just be like, well, we haven't seen anything from you. So goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, 
we, we get more of Laura like gluing. quizzing Bert. Oh, that's right. I was just yeah. paying attention to how much she was gluing that dress. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but she's quizzing Bert. But what what was she quizzing Bert on? Uh, about his. Uh, she's asking if they're called jobbers, and he ends she... up. He says they're like booty pants or something like that. Or... Yeah, I feel like that was. Is that mean? I I, I think it's. Yeah, I think mean. it's a little bit of that Laura mean girl. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Victor secretly likes it. Victor's not going to tell Bert though. <laughs> right. For some right. Reason, so. Josh C is freaking out again. Yeah. And I and I think this is true in terms of the timing that he does he starts resketching his piece. It it looks like he is sitting and ruminating and yeah. not doing anything for quite some yeah, time. Yeah. So while everyone is doing all these last minute things on their uh their last day mm-hmm. um, josh is on the floor he's looking up at his garment and trying to figure out what to do to fix it and so mm-hmm. um it seems like he starts to just cut away at the skirt yeah um, so yeah so um they go home and he has another tearful moment about not wanting to blow it again yeah and i think that this is what you know yeah this this part is really hard because again last week i was surprised that uh they chose to bring josh c back although there's not a lot of in terms of the the four or five people who had been eliminated um josh c was probably the the best choice um in terms of someone to bring back on your team well but also, and I, also like who do you know that you're not going to have a fight with? exactly he's at nice. that moment <laughs> exactly yeah. he's really nice yeah. everyone really likes him he he's really sweet and and yeah it, I, you know it was it was a it's really really sad to see that like he's feeling he's feeling the pressure um because also throughout the episode we've been hearing from Anya and some other designers who are like if i got a limit uh, got eliminated and came back then i would be doing x y and z and i don't mm-hmm. think Josh C is doing x y and z so again with the people um uh, harping in on his garment they're also harping in on the second chance that he's gotten as well yeah. so um so they go home they wake up in atlas uh becky is calling her hair blue um bert is actually being encouraging because people are stressed out mm-hmm. um josh is stressed out they're all just really worried everyone has a lot of work to do and Bert says, it's just an odd challenge. We're doing the best we can. And I'm like, wow, right. wow. Okay. All right, Bert. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So we go back to Parsons. We're back in the workroom. And um, Tim comes in. It's two hours to go with using the Piper Line wall, Garnier, L'Oreal hair room. Um, and then Tim says... And I think this is the thing that you noted. Mm-hmm. Tim says, work like there's no tomorrow. If I sound strident, that's because I am. I care about you. I care about you all. I don't want anyone to go home. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in my notes, is Tim worried? I'm like, I think Tim is very worried. Tim is very, Tim is very worried. Yeah. Because all of these things are just kind of blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because like we have more glowing going on um oliver is just realizing that he spent so much time on the top part of the garment so he starts gluing portions of the garment onto the model um, he said yeah well he he borrows some glue from, from bert. bert yes and who's being very gracious very I'm gracious like, but 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 i have you is yours mm-hmm. um and 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 oliver goes like okay i want to i i want to glue this to your boob is that all right and his model goes i i i i guess like it takes everything in her being <laughs> not to look to the not to look directly at the cameraman yeah and go like are you fucking kidding me yes yeah and and I mean, I'm sure like models have to deal with stuff all the time. Yeah. There, I'm sure that there's plenty of runway shows where people are like taped into things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm sure that that happens. But um, but but definitely, she's like, I guess if you have to. Yeah, because in her in her eyes, it was a flash of. Oh, you know what you're doing. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what you're doing? Oh my God. What is happening? Right. <laughs> so, right. Because... She's like, she's like, what kind of glue? Like she she doesn't say it, but she's yeah. obviously thinking like, what kind of glue is this? Right. Is this going to be painful? <laughs> is it going to harm my skin? Like, yeah. will you be able to get it off? Is it crazy? Yeah. Like, if it's the type of glue that you're using to hold a garment together, you do not want to put that on skin. You just don't. Right. You don't. Right. Right. Well, and she's also near a bunch of other people who are brandishing hot glue guns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so the this is what happens. A producer runs and gets Tim mm-hmm. because Tim strides in quickly, but uh, uh, in a strident like Tim way. Oliver, have you actually glued the top to your model? Mm-hmm. Why? And Oliver's like, um, I'm gluing it because if I don't, it'll fall flat. If mm-hmm. I don't do that. And it's so it's like back to our conversation yesterday with Tim, where Tim is trying to say, Hey, you don't you don't want this to be wholly expected. Are you saying it's expected? No, I'm not saying that. Here, you know, Tim is looking at Oliver going, That is a structural issue. You should be solving that problem structurally you are not allowed to glue fabric onto your model's body it's against the rules yeah so so oliver still doesn't really understand this he just knows it's against the rules but he's like but why can't i do it if i okay then i have to figure out another way to fix this crumpled piece of chiffon you know and it's and now it's time for the runway. But it, it was just like this really slow moving train wreck that was going on. Yeah. And it's, it's, it is, um, everyone's lucky that Oliver moves so slowly. Mm-hmm. And Tim had time to get in there before he actually glued anything onto that model skin. So, um, anything else <laughs> from hair and makeup? I mean, no, let's just, let's, just go to the runway because there's a bunch of like weird 
interactions that yes, are yeah you know yeah but but let's but let's head on over to the runway yes let's let's head to the runway um and i and i think it's something that's really interesting to even talk about how they style these models um but listeners this is where you can check in the show notes and click the link um to get to the cheat sheet and so you can follow along with us as we talk about this in runway order and so our first um oh before we begin let me note who the normies are so we have our judges we Mm -hmm. have heidi klum we have Michael Kors, and standing in for Nina Garcia is Zana Roberts Rossi, mm-hmm. who is the senior fashion director of Marie Claire. Um, and then we also have Kenneth Cole. And so when they announce who Kenneth Cole is, the kids freak out because they're like, wait, Kenneth Cole's a real person? <laughs> and he's alive and he's sitting right in front of us oh my god mm-hmm. kenneth cole is real i just saw yeah. their faces be like oh <laughs> so we have a you know our special roster of people and it's time to start the show and the first person up is kimberly inspired by uh Oh gosh, I forgot what her artist's name is. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah, her artist, and it's more like it's like a like a bird inspired mm-hmm. um, painting. There's a lot of like peplum layers going think? on here. <laughs> you know. What do you think about this, Ernest? I I I think I would like a more dramatic peplum. So in thinking about avant garde, I appreciate what's happening with the um, with the shoes. But um, I'm very disappointed in uh, the peplum. And again, I, I, you know, the best peplum ever in an avant-garde challenge is, is the wonderful Dom Strader, um, mm-hmm. who made the most beautiful <laughs> uh, butterfly-inspired avant-garde piece with a gorgeous jacket that was all peplumed out to the hilt. So this was <laughs> very disappointing, especially since there was like a little tail there. Um so I, you know, I, but I, I thought it was like fine. Um, I don't know what to think about it in terms of whether I, not I liked it or, or not. It was interesting to look at, but it, it didn't really, you know, it's not avant garde. So, so, um, <laughs> you know, my thing about avant garde is always that it's about rethinking how you design clothes Mm -hmm. that it's that it's really a design issue yeah um you know and so that's why i always go like you know somebody like isimiyaki who really thinks in innovative ways about how a garment can be constructed and envisioned Mm -hmm. and and that's where I land with the sort of definition of avant-garde. Yeah. And I'll just say straight up that none of these garments envision, like re-envision how you could construct a garment. Yes. They're all like, they're all like pick a type of dress Mm -hmm. and exaggerate something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that being said, like, to me, the, 
avant-garde part of the challenge is just kind of out the window. Yeah. Yeah. I come back around to like, okay, what do I think about this as an outfit? And yeah. then as an outfit, I'm like, I don't understand. Like feathers are hard to work with. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people stick a batch of feathers on something mm -hmm. or stick a row of feathers on something and think that that's like um that 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 that's doing something mm -hmm. it's like they're a particular like sculptural shape and they're sort of linear and they have a grain and they go in a direction and it's sort of like these feathers like to me are just kind of stuck on there for effect yeah and I, I've never seen a person successfully wear a headband like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like these giant wide headbands that cover your ears. Yeah. As well as everything else. It's like, just put a cap on. Like, what is, like, like, what's the benefit of having that be a headband? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I, I think in terms of the styling in almost all of these outfits, um, it, I feel like it is also along the line of just this exaggeration, doing something that mm -hmm. is pretty conventional, conventional. So instead of just making a cap or a headband, I'm going to just go somewhere in between because mm -hmm. in a way it's like, I, you know, I don't, I was wondering if it was just, Oh, I want to have every part of her body be wrapped in pleather <laughs> even mm. all the way down to your socks like you're wearing pleather socks and you have a pleather headband on um uh, and i i didn't even particularly like this particular type of pleather either so mm. um so it just yeah it felt like, it looked like bulky and yeah. weird. like everything just seems sort of bulky and not really thought out from a shape yeah yeah point of view yeah and the proportions so, are, are really strange yeah so so yeah, it felt weird to me. All right. So next we have Becky. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah, I, I I think I've I've said most of what I what I thought, but I, what so this one was interesting to see walk mm -hmm. because I remember thinking this is this must be really difficult to walk in. There's so much fabric covering the left leg of the model. Mm -hmm. And when she walks back um, it felt like it got caught where it, it, it looks really, it looks a lot better standing here in the picture, but mm -hmm. as I was walking, I'm like, that doesn't even look like it's something that would be fun to wear. Um, so here's my thing about this. Yeah. Is that with a little bit of work, if that had been, uh, like partially turned into a trouser leg. Yeah. I mean, something that was... Then we would have had, like, this avant-garde... Yes. ...like, thing, right? This yeah. sort of, like, in-between men's wear and women's wear, in-between, like, an evening gown and mm -hmm. work wear. And like if, with, like, like scale it, and proportions or... Right, even... and this, like, strong diagonal, which is the thing that Becky took, right? Yes. The, that starts at the, you know, right shoulder and goes down to the left leg. Mm -hmm. Like that's potentially a solid idea for someone who thinks as conservatively as Becky does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that's like the and and that's why it was interesting to me that we never saw that portion of the garment during all of the other hmm. time in the workroom because actually that's the most interesting thing. Yeah, no. Is what's happening there. I, I agree because that also without the green stuff because again like mm -hmm. I've gotten denim like this from Mood that it's it's beautiful. It's really it's thin. Um uh it's got like a rich color and mm -hmm. I think the bodice part is really well made. It's fit really really nicely to the model's body and so again like becky can sew and becky can pattern mm -hmm. and i thought this is this was a great um use of denim or a type of or weight of denim mm -hmm. to do something like that um if you just kind of take away everything else just like these unfortunate yeah contrasty decisions but i agree i thought the bottom part was way more interesting and and we see it side by side with there's a lot of like asymmetry going on below the waist mm -hmm. in, in this uh, runway because after this comes out Oliver and I thought um, that's un that's unfortunate that it's kind of like a similar thing going on. Um, but Becky's was a lot more interesting and it made yeah. a lot more sense. It just just needed a little bit of work. Yeah. But yeah. Well, Oliver basically has this slit on the right hand side which is really, that looks like it's really there by accident i know and i think the picture makes it look even worse because i when like looking at the at this at the photograph and then thinking of the runway i don't remember thinking that the model's like right leg or that slit was so high it's almost like oh it's no up slit. all the way when you see it walk it's it's all the way it's all the way up to her wow hip. yeah yeah it's too high <laughs> it's not a slit you know, it's just incomplete well it just looks like <laughs> unthought about yes yeah you know? yeah yeah uh, well any thoughts on oliver i mean we'll we'll talk about it during the judging i guess later on yeah I, we will I think, it's, I think it's pretty bad yeah um so next we have josh m mm -hmm. who will you can also talk about that later unless you have any initial thoughts i you know yeah, let's talk about it later on. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. And then we have Bert. Um, and we have to talk about Bert because of Antonio. So mm -hmm. so Antonio is leaning as far away as Antonio can from Bert. Yeah. Um, and as like the the uh the, the models are coming out, um, we have these students who are the designers biggest cheerleaders so mm -hmm. if we don't like it the kids are enthralled they're so mm -hmm. excited they're like wow this is great this is amazing that's hot and then we have Bert um so Bert's model comes out uh Antonio says nothing as usual but mm -hmm. Antonio is also leaning really really far to the right mm -hmm. and Bert starts leaning in to the right as well and is like so uh Antonio uh, do you like it Antonio's like oh yeah 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 I like it yep yeah think yeah I do <laughs> gentle listeners you you unfortunately couldn't relish the sight of Ernest leaning as far out of frame as as she could I'm hoping that you guys could sense that from how far away from the microphone <laughs> yeah, I am. From the so far from the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Antonio. Then we get 
Um, then we get Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, in contrast, who, uh, Victor's Victor's model comes out, and Sky is like sold, <laughs> sold. I I this is this was my second choice for the cover photo for this week's uh, uh, episode because Sky is just like that's hot. Yeah. Yes, I I love it. I love the draw. Like, oh, this is great. Wow, wow. Yeah. Yes, I I loved. I love Sky's face. Um, yeah, like Sky is, is Victor's biggest fan mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Uh, and the garment itself. Um, this is probably my favorite favorite model of the season, and so I really love mm-hmm. the way this model walks this outfit. I thought it was actually very very interesting um a lot of technique a lot of like ruching stuff going on um i wish that there was more to it and also Mm -hmm. it's kind of a letdown only because we had victor's amazing motorcycle jacket and this garment reminds me of the same techniques that he's already used before Mm -hmm. so it feels like it's mostly just a, a a mesh of all the stuff that you can do with scrunching all this fabric together and sewing yeah. it. Um, so it kind of looks like a quilt. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it, it's, it feels kind of muddled mm-hmm. and yeah, it's not so clear. Like um, I, I, I agree with you. You're right to say it's a lot of technique, yeah. but it, it's yeah. not, it's unclear as a design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we get Laura. We get Laura also a lot going on uh, you know this is very bell it's yellow Laura, it's <laughs> with brown hair know. a brunette with a, a yellow dress yep yep <laughs> but she's just she's she's waiting for that you know she's waiting to lift the curse of the beast yeah you know uh uh to to make make the beast into a better person so that he'll marry her Right. Anyway, so, <laughs> but this is this is you know the kind of dress I think that Laura wants to make, anyway, mm-hmm. and for her I think the the forward thinking part is revealing the boning underneath, um, mm-hmm. which I feel is pretty rich because there's not a lot of construction in this garment mm-hmm. period. So is that real boning or is it like strips of cardboard or strips of like? You know, <laughs> no, I think it's actual boning tape. because you saw Victor like with all that boning wrapped around his head earlier on. Okay. All right. In the uh in the in the workroom okay. goofing. All right. Well at least we have that. You know? Yeah. Um uh I kind of wish that there was a little bit I don't understand this white opening or this 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 where the, the, the ruffles kind of mm-hmm. stop in the front mm-hmm. um i think she lost or she didn't like have enough time um but otherwise you know it's it's a fine dress it's fine it's so. it, it it's very it's very pageant as they say yes um next we have brace and mm-hmm. this straight jacket outfit that's orange and navy blue mm-hmm. and i didn't like it i don't i don't like it um <laughs> not impressed. Is this is this a jersey dress? Oh, I don't know. 
Not the bottom Maybe, part. Not the bottom part. But the top but part, I, I it, might, the top part. it might be Jersey. I don't know. I mean, I, at least there was a, a, you know, a nod to something. Yes. Yeah. You know. I think, okay. Yeah. I will give, I will give this garment that in that it is a response to Bryce's emotional reaction to yeah, the, yeah. the painting. Yeah. But on the other hand, Bryce has not given us much, you know, it certainly has not given me much of interest for the entire season. I yeah. don't think that Bryce is a strong designer. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really don't have anything to add to that. Um, yeah. And so there's, you know, not much going on with the silhouette. Uh, and then, uh, then the the color combination is just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. fine. Um, yeah, it's kind of a mermaid dress yes. with big long sleeves. Yeah. All right. Um, Josh C. Josh C is next. We can talk okay. about it. Yeah, let's talk about him later. Um, um, and then we and then Anthony Ryan is after Josh C. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I will say that in this context, pardon me, um, in this context, um, Anthony Ryan's uh, walks great. I think it, I think it like looks really, really good on the runway in, in relationship to everything that's gone before and after. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll say that Anthony Ryan, I don't think could have done this dress I would like to know if you could have done this dress without gluing <laughs> it together or gluing those those strips on. I I think you would need much much longer. Yes, yes. To it, to you would have to basically hand stitch. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Um because I was like I I think he did you know, use the glue gun appropriately for the amount of time and for the thing that he wanted. Um yeah. And then mm-hmm. our our last model uh, our last designer is Anya. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's using I... upholstery fabric somewhere mm-hmm. in here, um, and and with feathers. This sort of like bell skirt. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. And I, um, in the same way that I had the problem with Kimberly, with Kimberly's use of the feathers, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, Anya, like trim some of those feathers or do some like like i feel like they're just hmm. sort of applied in the strip that she bought from mood yeah like that like like do something to change them up a bit to give them some additional interest because otherwise yeah. they really just look like feather trim yeah yeah and in in, in a way it kind of comes across as easy where mm-hmm. the, the feathers are doing a lot of the work. But I also, now that you say that, there's something that is not so great about these color and pattern combinations. I feel like this was a little bit off for Anya mm-hmm. this week. But if she had trimmed maybe those feathers, it probably would have felt um, just more integrated or, or mm-hmm. in terms of the color. Because I'm like, I don't know, this, this, this didn't feel right. And I think a lot of it has to do also with... Um, there's a black skirt underneath 
Mm-hmm. It just feels like a missed opportunity <laughs> to do yeah. something interesting there. Um, and so it, it almost feels not enough for, for Anya and also too much at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So Renez, who's safe? So um, the people who are safe, it's Kimberly, Victor, Becky, Bryce, and Anya. They're all safe. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and some of them are lucky. Oh my God. I was surprised that Becky was safe, surprised that Bryce was safe, and I was really yeah. surprised that Anya was safe. <laughs> yeah. Kimberly I mean, wasn't surprised, you, actually. You know that, you, you know that, like, um, Michael was just waiting to be like, <laughs> well, and then she's got these sleeves, so we're going to the funny farm? What's happening <laughs> with that? <laughs> I mean, she, she looks like she's living in a padded mm-hmm. room or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they go back into the waiting room and kind of, you know, talk about who they suspect is on the top or the bottom. This is where I noticed Anya's shoes and I could not stop staring at them. <laughs> she's wearing amazing pair of shoes. They're so cute and they look really uncomfortable but mm-hmm. um there bird is a contentious subject because victor actually thinks that bird is the winner mm-hmm. and bryce is like if bird is the winner i am jumping out of that window um bryce is not having it because bryce is safe is like if bird wins and i'm safe it's yeah mm-hmm. so we're back onto the runway they bring out the designers who are our highest and lowest scores and they talk to joshua m first and he talks about the toxic tree idea where um, there's, again, the, the roots are the where the life is and everything is like dead on top <laughs> or burning. And mm-hmm. he ends this um, introduction by saying like, you know, things may burn and people pass away, but their memories are still left with us. So, mm-hmm. um, of course, like Heidi Klum is all over this outfit when they all learn that he painted on this double-sided neoprene they love Mm -hmm. that love it and the texture according to michael kors is spectacular interesting Uh, yeah uh but he hates the styling and he said something about it being tim burton ish and i was like so i've just started re-watching beetlejuice because Mm -hmm. i just realized i have not watched it since i was a kid and i probably did not understand anything from that movie because <laughs> it scared the bejesus out of me and so i'm re-watching scary it. movie oh okay good i'm glad okay good good to know because i'm i'm not yeah. i haven't finished it but um i don't remember it so i'm re-watching it and mm-hmm. but i remember the clothes and of course i'm going back and i'm you know the the fashion and like what they're wearing and you have um, a Winona Ryder <laughs> just walking around in a veil in a huge, right. huge hat. And then um, uh, it, yeah, it kind she's of... basically who that um, who wolf who, who the the young wolf woman <laughs> will be. <laughs> exactly. That's her in three months. Yes. <laughs> so so i really like that reference i'm like i think michael kors is referring to beetlejuice but um yeah yeah i mean there's great i mean yeah it's it's uh 
there's some there's some great styling in that I, that styling in, in that movie reminds me because Catherine O'Hara is in it of course incredible like that now I'm like I love her in Schitt's Creek and I love the side gags of all of their clothes and oh I'm like God. wait a second is this just a long reference to Beetlejuice <laughs> she's i mean she if you ever you know to to just run back on the genius of Catherine O'Hare. yes yes like i don't know if you've ever watched sctv no is okay, that something so, canadian yes is, it, is that is it so SC? sctv was this um show this sketch comedy show oh my gosh that um, she and Eugene Levy were on. Um, I mean, the, when you hear the cast of this show, it yeah. was like her, um, Rick Moranis, um, John Candy, mm-hmm. um, uh, all just all of these people that you know from comedy in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrea Martin, and and she is brilliant on it she's like incredible a lot of what they do are like kind of celebrity spoofs so she Mm -hmm. does like incredible celebrity spoofs Mm -hmm. but her comedic stuff is so genius yeah yeah and she's great in beetlejuice yeah i love her i mean it it is it is she's uh, you know obviously like you know her first moment on scene is my favorite person in that whole entire movie and it's like the only other person that i remember of course is um michael keaton like i forgot mm-hmm. about Gina davis i forgot about alec ball i forgot they were in this mm-hmm. movie. but um Catherine o'hara oh my god like i just i could watch her face all day all day yeah. and so i thought about that i was just like yeah no and i love the clothes that she wears i love how they make fun of new yorkers mm-hmm. and in that in that movie and uh and also, I'm realizing now that my favorite comedians are mostly Canadian because I'm also going back mm-hmm. and watching Kids in the Hall, um, mm-hmm. uh, which which I've watched before, but I just love them. So I'm, I'll 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 check out SCTV. Yeah, there's but... there's a multiple seasons of SCTV, okay. and and it's incredibly funny. And it, and the idea of it is basically that there the, the meta is that there is this TV station uh-huh. called SCTV, and so you get like all of the various shows, but then you also get moments that happen like kind of behind the scenes in the production of the shows. Yeah. Yeah. There's an amazing episode where the signal is jammed and it's taken over by Soviet television. <laughs> so it's like all like Soviet <laughs> propaganda TV. Yeah. Yeah. With shows like a show called like what fits into mother Russia. And it's just a show <laughs> making fun of other countries because they're so small like they're so oh, small mighty state of texas in u.s big largest state let's see it's like you know that so it's you know yeah anyway yeah um you have you have a lot of uh yay yeah you, you have a lot of fun ahead of you okay with that tv um put that in my um, notes so yeah the tim burtony thing i mm-hmm. i do agree like i mean you know, they talked Josh C. out of the fur because it was too literal. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Josh M. is like, can we put something in her hair to make it look like smoke? Because it's supposed to be like fire. Yeah. You yeah. know? And and nobody really talks about anything other than the skirt. Yeah. 
you know, I do think that there's he gets a lot of points for like the treatment of the fabric on the, in the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know, again, it's like okay, that's that's a really interesting treatment that's like labor intensive, but it's not necessarily avant garde in its in its in its design. And the skirt that we're talking about. Is a fucking circle skirt. That's it. Out of neoprene. <laughs> like, like. I mean, we finally we we kind of talked Josh M out of doing his like nor like regular bodycon dresses. You know, mm-hmm. these three panel dresses that Heidi mm-hmm. Klum was like, "You keep doing this," and then the next thing he makes is a circle skirt. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was like what the what the fuck, and then like the sort of, you know. Um, sentimental hit on the initials. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Zana points that out and is the yeah. only one that asks about the initials. And so yeah. she adds in this elephant of graffiti, which makes it, to her, according to her, way cooler with, you know, the graffiti. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, next, we have Joshua C. And Michael Kors calls this a Victorian cocktail waitress in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they do not like this. Um, yeah. Zana essentially calls it not McQueen. <laughs> um, I mean, and, and uh, you know, again, like a good call, like Josh C is like made men's clothes previously, right? Yes. Was it, you know, yeah. and so, you know, that's the thing on McQueen famously is that he, he, start you know learned men's tailoring Mm -hmm. sort of at the highest level and brought that you know brought that with him um and it is yeah i think that's like an apt thing to to point out the distance between that but you know here's where it comes down to it like josh c is very cute and very sweet and emotionally open but mm-hmm. also has not like this isn't like somebody who's a really interesting person really interesting designer who stumbled this week this is somebody who's like kind of been floundering from the get-go and it's yeah. just not all that together or interesting yeah yeah um yeah i mean there's not really much to say and especially with his explanation for things like he's talking about like, you know, trying not to be literal and also explaining how it was related to um, the painting. And I think I like what, what Kenneth Cole had to say where he's like, I don't Mm -hmm. think, I don't think this is terrible. I think you have these like portions that are great. Mm -hmm. They just don't all go together. Um, There's just, yeah, they're just, Mm -hmm. just don't go together. Um, I do, I do love. Um, this is the reason why, um, it, you know, Josh is like, well, I totally disagree, and I, I know that's all your opinions, but I thought it was, you know, I thought it was, it was really, you know, something, and um, and I'm blanking on her name, Zana. but Zana. <laughs> this is why Z- This is, this is where Zana aces the the audition for her future involvement mm-hmm. with Project Runway. She goes like, I think that, well, I think, yes, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, 
but I think there's a very definite consensus down here that this is not beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that gets me every time because I'm always expecting her to say this is bad. But yeah. I think it's even worse that she says, this is not beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's but yeah. really like. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I was actually kind of surprised that Josh C was defending it so hard because he has been someone who's like, I know I didn't really do that well. And someone who yeah. kind of like at least concedes a little bit. But yeah. this one, he wasn't conceding at all. Um, yeah. All right. So. On to Bert. On to Bert. Uh, oh, man. Bird stirs the edges out of these puffy pieces. Like you can see these Thank you for edges from miles Why? away. I don't Why know. Why do that? It's really weird to me because it's, it's, it is very strange. That what that's what makes it look. They look like like inside out pillows. It's really yeah, not great. <laughs> so and he and, uses and if black you're... thread to serge those edges, which is right. Crazy and if me. you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have something that is that strong a line in something, Mm -hmm. which is not there in the paintings, they're not strongly outlined in the painting. No. Why not then take that line and like run it through the, these, you know, the, the, the rest of your design so that it's like actually becomes like and some sort of an element of it or something yeah. like that like why it's so weird and then like what is the tool that's at the that's up on the bust that doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah it he does he has been doing that i feel like there is like some tr- uh, usually some translucent or transparent fabric that he sticks on mm-hmm. um for some reason. And I, I wonder what that is uh, because even that could work if it made sense. But um, if I'm, I'm trying to remember correctly, but he does do that last minute layering. Of, right. But yeah. yes, but, but this is like, it's got zero shape to it. Yeah. It's like just sort of like weirdly, it feels like it's just sort of crammed in there. Yeah, like it just stuffed it down her down the front. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's very very odd, and the belt is weirdly undefined. And there, it's like it's it's um it's really nuts. And then I and then to have um uh you know then to have Kenneth Cole go like. I just think it's a little too out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, this is the avant-garde challenge. Yeah. It's, it's like, but, and that's, and I thought that was interesting when Heidi was like, I like it. It's different. It's new. And she probably thinks of it as a compliment that Kenneth Cole mm-hmm. thinks it's kind of outside cuckoo. the box. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> next is Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, and Laura starts off, I think, with a Kai quote where she goes, so um, this really like wise woman named Kai <laughs> told me that um, thorns make roses original. And and I wrote in my notes, Kai is 11. I just, like, yeah. just kept writing my notes over and over again, like Kai is 11. Um, uh, yeah. But, you know, she explains the stuff make your the... own make your own chicken soup for your own damn soul yes please <laughs> <Laura>. please. <laughs> like... <laughs> please 
stand on your own yeah thorny feet i don't know yeah. um yeah so she, people love this they I'm, loved I'm like, it i'm like uh, what i mean it, and i think again i think we're we're uh comparing these things relatively relatively this was one of the better garments on that runway <laughs> mm. one of the more interesting looking garments mm-hmm. um and also one of the more skilled garments um um despite all of the glue michael Kors says in a very monotone voice like i like how you handled the fabric and i like the boning underneath <laughs> mm-hmm. it almost mm-hmm. i also got the impression that they were really disappointed in how much they liked it i feel like mm-hmm. a lo- there was a a lot of um just straight faces going on mm-hmm. um like like a, a kenneth cole is like i like that you can see the boning and i don't know what heidi klum said but they all look kind of bored with it even though yeah. they liked it so um on to oliver who mm-hmm. says like so my 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 artist paints her dreams and she likes colors but the only one i like that she liked as well is blue and she likes <laughs> she likes bright colors uh so mixed with my dreams the blue is more like a blah. <laughs> and so this is what i did with it and so, <laughs> yeah i couldn't believe that it, that i was like your artist paints her dreams that's really fascinating it's really interesting mm-hmm. don't say bright please don't say bright um when talking about yeah. this garment and you know they don't like it heidi calls it sad and she's like, even the blue is sad. I'm like, it is. The, the blue yeah. is sad. And yeah. But they like the yeah. top. Just Everyone like the was painting really is lively. It. Yes. Well, and I, I mean, maybe there's the beginning of an idea in the top. Yes. You I know? agree. But, I didn't, but, I think, but yeah, only ahead. the beginning of one. Only the beginning. Like the top, the top is still a mess, mm-hmm. but it, it's ambitious. And I think. I, I liked I actually liked what Xana said where she's like the top is interesting but below the waist there's a cheap fabric it's like your interpretation is good but it's boring and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think that's that's fair and then Kenneth Cole acted like he was disagreeing but he actually was agreeing with Xana yeah by basically saying there's too many details but the top is great and mm-hmm. and I, I I agree and it seems like Michael Kors is really trying to give Oliver a boost. It's like, you know, you need to just own it, you know, own how good you are. And here Oliver's like, what? I don't understand. I'm 22. I don't get what you're saying, Michael Kors. Are you lying to me? Let's (laughs) also dial back for a second and say, like, it's a hoot that Kenneth Cole is the (laughs) guest judge for an avant-garde challenge. I know. Right? Yeah. Because... This is not somebody who made their bones on the avant-garde. What if he was a last-minute hire because Tim Gunn went into that workroom and was just like, oh, no. <laughs> we, we can't I mean, say. They probably have... have a pool of people who were on call. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. I want, I wonder. But yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Of, of all people getting a call. Um, it's like, don't you wish that like, like. York was the guest judge for this. I feel like it would go off the rails in the best way. Yeah. It would be it, yes. Yeah. 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 I would oh that that would be uh, yeah, that'd be a dream come true. That'd be great. 
Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh no. Now that makes me sad. <laughs> but mm. She's not on the show. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anthony Ryan is next. <laughs> Let me pet myself back up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they love this dress. They they love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Kenneth Cole calls out the construction. Mm-hmm. He's just like it. Just looks like the pieces were just applied. Looks like they're glued on, and and they mm-hmm. were. They were. They're just. They're just yeah. applied. So um, but they 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 see this as a good interpretation or a good example of how you can imbue the attitude of the painting without it being a one-to-one yeah yeah um so yeah and they even liked the undone him michael kors surprisingly was okay with it not being finished um the edges i mean mm-hmm. so um and i think that's it any any anything else yeah nope that's yeah. it they go back in there they have some conversation there isn't like a big confrontation yeah yeah um you know, and then we go into the judging, mm-hmm. um, which has a very like, how do you really feel? Yes. Thing to it. I mean, I don't feel like there's much in the judging that I necessarily want to talk about, except that they like jump up and down on Bert. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they are there. It's like, that moment when you're hanging out with your friends and uh-huh. maybe you've had a drink or something like that, or you're, but you're just are like so into it that you're, you're trying to each one up each other. <laughs> and they're all just like riffing on Bert's dress. They're like, what was that? And it's like, <sighs> you, you know, and, and, you know, and, and Michael goes, cause Heidi said something on the, when it was on the runway about like, well, I think, you know, maybe ladies would want to wear this. And yeah. Michael turns around and like, yeah, right. You'd want to wear it, Heidi. <laughs> With like your butt out to here. And you look was... like you're having print child number five. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, it's not that I think that they'll be wearing this to the next, to a like a, a party. I don't think I would see this at a cocktail party. And they're like, mm. okay, so then why are you talking about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they're all just like, you know, and Michael's whole thing with the sponges and mm-hmm. they're like, even, even Kenneth like rouses out of his torpor to like <laughs> make some more cracks about it. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, no, I thought these were just, you know, you know, where you, how you stick your kids mittens on. Right. Like, he, oh, he goes with this whole thing of like, onto your chest? you sew your, right, you, you, you sew your kids' mittens to the, to, to their sleeves so that they don't lose them. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like, you just sewed everything that you needed for the day. Yeah, because yeah, I, I'm, again, they did, they, they did, they look like little toys and pillows. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. So the judges are done and ducking then, on I, um, I, all of these I will outfits. say one other thing, which is that we yeah. just, we hear, like, um, you know, in, in case you didn't know it before, no woman would ever, ever, ever want to be confused with a sex worker. It's the worst thing, you know... Uh, 
terrible. Know, a, terrible. It it is it is a step below bridesmaid. Yes. Like those are the two worst things you could be on earth. And Michael's like whole thing about like oh, she's just pure hooker and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like the dominatrix thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Yeah. They're just you. like, Oh yeah, no, this is this is very trashy and blah blah blah. Like that that whole thing where it's it's just like she's pretty she's pretty covered up, but even so it's not even but it's also about, like yeah it's also like it we we get it yes right? exactly it's like okay here's this here's the stigma yeah yeah like you can say that the clothes are um you know uninteresting without it always having to be about this yeah yeah i mean i feel like it's more apt to talk about her as maybe like a hostess at a restaurant because to mm-hmm. me it looked like it looked like a uniform <laughs> yeah <laughs> more than anything um yeah you know yeah all anyway. right okay so um they bring the uh people out and <laughs> the designers and mm. uh Nalen, who is our winner <laughs> our very own anthony ryan is the winner yes anthony ryan is the winner um so with some redemption for being on the from being on the bottom last week yes uh and so anthony ryan is celebrating again because the worst thing to be is a bridesmaid so he's mm-hmm. not a bride. Mm-hmm. um he finally has a win congratulations yes um and then we have everyone else is safe so our other two top people is josh m and laura they're both safe and then bird is safe because mm-hmm. only because Heidi liked it. <laughs> right. They right. dunked on it, but Heidi liked it, so that's why Bert is safe. So it's between Josh C and Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um and Nayland, you wanna ask me who go who who goes home? Who's out? Ernest, who goes home? Uh for the second time, it's Joshua C. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um Who takes it very very well very 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 well um and uh he he gets to kiss heidi again yeah yeah and everyone you know it's it's a really heartfelt goodbye and even Mm -hmm. with with tim and it's so funny because tim comes in and josh he's like oh tim i muffed it up again and you can kind of tell that right he he will be be missed but um but tim commemorate or go ahead yeah but Tim doesn't like do the we're gonna see great things from you. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I thought you were gonna say. Nick. You know, he he does say he does say well you've done the you've done the thing that no one else in in Project Runway history has done, which has been eliminated twice. <laughs> because he does say something like you know like you are kind of like you're a good sport. Yeah. Um, you're to be commended for your your spirit or whatever. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but yeah. you're right. You're right. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it's still a little early in the season for those sort of farewells. Yeah. It's usually as we as we pass the halfway mark. Yeah. Yeah. St- start to we start to see the like i i know that we'll be seeing great things from you yes. speech yeah yeah we didn't really get that for josh no we, we 
very astute, Nalen. <laughs> very astute observation. Yes. Oh man, that's hilarious. And then um, we and, and I just want to say like we get like the preview for next oh, week. Oh, okay. Which is like another team challenge. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Another it's like it looks like another like screaming match. I know I'm so I'm I apologize, Patricia. We were I know these we were some, those were supposed to be yours. I, I, it was supposed to be mine. <laughs> um and those like those two team challenges. Yeah. I Sorry. mean you can always take up one for the team and just come back. <laughs> You do your two consecutive ones, That's uh, but true. no pressure, no pressure. That's um, true. I but, could do that. But just saying, if you want to spare, if you want to spare dear Patricia, um, <laughs> um, take, take, take your time and think about why you want I, to, I will, uh... <laughs> I, I will leave it up to her if she wants, if she wants next week off. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm happy to do it. All right. Um, so um, I will let you know. Okay. Uh, Thank you for, um, I won't say sacrifice. <laughs> no, I mean, but but as I said at the beginning of this, like, I did not remember this season as being so um, uh, disagreeable, just disagreeable. Yeah, yeah. This actually, I remember kind of getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know that there's i know that there's some stuff yeah, yeah um and yeah. and i did i'm i mean i i quite specifically i think um it's it's episode nine was the one that i sort of called dibs on at the beginning because there's there's a very particular thing that's coming up right which right. i think is also a team challenge <laughs> wow this but, poor but, season so many but, team challenges um, yeah yeah anyway we'll, yeah We'll sort it out. We'll sort it out when we get so, there. Ernest, where can people find you? Well, uh, you can find me on all the social mediums at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, or ErnezDavis.com. And again, um, shout out to my wonderful friend, um, artist, uh, book, and male artist extraordinaire, Emily Dune, um, who... Uh, is has created a, a group conversation show um, around male art called um, Said to be Dreaming. And I am in that group show. We collaborated so over a year and a half on this male art piece. And so, Love um, that. yeah, it's on view. And I'm I'm really proud of it. Uh, again, have never done male art before. So Emily Dune is sort of like my my guiding light with mm -hmm. this piece. So, um, so the link is in the show notes for that. And um, so I would love... If anyone is in New York City and is able to go, um, it's on view now. So, yeah. Nalen. Can we just say, like, yeah, yeah. collaboration, coming back. I mean. It's it's time. Let the, let the 2020s be about, like, getting together and making fun stuff with other yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think this is my first official collaboration piece. Love that. Yeah. Yeah um it, it's yeah pretty it's it's pretty wonderful it's, it's amazing mm -hmm. so um what about you nalen where can people find you and is there anything you'd like to share well people can find me on um twitter at nalen blake and on tumblr at nalen blake mm -hmm. and at my website 
at uh, nalemblake.net. And um, you, um, I, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm cheating on us, but I, but I did um, record another podcast yeah. um, with um, Slate Magazine's working podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is a really, a really interesting podcast about working method. Mm-hmm. Um, that episode came out, um, I guess like two weeks, two weeks ago, but we'll have a link to it in the show notes. Yes. Um, and, uh, and on that podcast, I was on it talking about, um, the project that I'm currently doing as part of the Whitney Biennial, mm-hmm. um, called, so you have, do you have an art problem? where I'm meeting one-on-one with artists and talking to them about their problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that um, we're going to be doing it for a while longer, and um, there are some slots available. So really? So you it's open. So if you are a listener who is an artist who's who has an art problem um, and uh, wants to meet with me about it, um you can contact the education department at the Whitney Museum and they have an application form there. It's not, we don't have a ton of slots, but you know, if, if, uh, if you want to have a conversation with us, I'd be, I'd be happy to meet with you. Yeah. So that's been super fun meeting really interesting people and talking about their creative endeavors. Yeah. I love this. Are you writing about it? Uh, you know, probably will at some point. Okay. All right. Okay, just wondering. Not that I'm I'm assigning any homework. <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> you know, I love to get an assignment. So there you are. Um, yeah. Okay. Ah, well. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah, and thank you all for your continued support on Patreon. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and again, like you know, reach out and let us know if you have any thoughts. If you have any new songs that you'd like to dedicate to other designers. Mm-hmm on this show anything else that comes to mind mm-hmm. um we'd love to hear from you so yeah. um all right so take any care questions of yourselves. for us i had one oh, final yeah. thought about us yes which is that um you know i've realized i i used to really worry about our running time mm-hmm. and i have a couple of podcasts that i listen to that go as long as we do if not longer yes and I realize it's like we're a cozy hang. Yeah. We hope that we hope that you would be like, you know, you would enjoy the experience of like hanging with us. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because, in, well, because I there's there is a a listener who um, I, I don't know where I read this, but she was like, oh yeah, no, I listen to you guys on one and a half speed. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a great tip, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, you if can, you want like a cozy, agitated hang. Yeah, speed us up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel like we can't do it any in any less time. Yeah. How could you? How could you talk about the show in less there's, than two hours? There's a lot to talk about. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Um, Take care of yourselves and 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 take care of each other as best as you can. Um, yes. There's a lot going on right now, so I'm hoping you all are staying healthy and as safe as possible. And um, until we're back on here again, um, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>